All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Yeah, don't laugh at me, bro. Another episode <laughs> of Bigelow's Bungalow. I've got a great, funny uh, person here. Don't want to assume your, you know, pronouns or anything. There but you go. Quinn Johnson. Hello. I uh, I met him at the Improv Broadway, Provo, Utah. Incredibly funny. Incredibly misunderstood. <laughs> how you How you feeling today? Yeah, that's too bad. You know, just looking forward to this because I don't have a lot of other things on the docket today. So this oh, that's good. it's good to know that I am something. This show is something you want to do when you have nothing else to do. Absolutely, you know. No, I I have to give it to you, man. The jokes oh. that you're telling in Provo, Utah, <laughs> you've got stones, my friend. <laughs> like <laughs> I tried to do that with my sextant joke on Monday. And it mm-hmm. landed about as well as I thought it would, mm-hmm. meaning it didn't land. Yeah. So I, I just got to <laughs> give it to you, man. I got to give you. you a round of applause for Thank that. Um, it was funny. It was my, my friend, uh, he's thinking about doing stand-up. So I was like, just come and watch like the first couple times. Because that's what I was like, that's what I did. Because then you kind of get a feel for like, what it is. And yeah. he was telling me like, I was like, tell me a premise you're thinking of doing. And he's like, well... I think I'm thinking about doing something involving like air humping. And I was like, maybe not here, maybe not <laughs> improv Broadway. Cause like, you know, it's a family friendly and all that. And then, and then I went doing ecstasy oh. with men and I was like, well, this is <laughs> it's like, I know I told you not to do that. But I did exactly that. Um, Honestly, your ecstasy one was like, I think I was the only one laughing. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. No. Like it was funny. It was just like my my dad and I were cracking up in the back, dude. We were we thought that was so funny. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's fucking hilarious. That that's that just a that's just a true story. That's a real thing that happened. That yeah. This uh, so for people that don't know, there's this. I went. I was at this rave. I was on ecstasy as you do, and <laughs> there was another group purely gay man there it was like a you know, 20 year old and we start dancing you know we kiss a few times he's on ecstasy he's like flying through the sky and, and at one point he turns to me, he's like i just put in my mission papers and i was like what the fuck are you talking about man <laughs> what you should do is you should just with that you should be like oh so do you want to like write me like i'll wait for yeah. you or whatever or something well, i'm thinking about uh, like walking that back because i'm like the mission's like everything we're against but then i was like but you know what going on a mission's like one of the gayest things i've ever done because yeah. like you're like you're like a couple. i've thought about that yeah. dude yeah, yeah. You, your companion mm-hmm. you have like we live together but not like in the, yeah. we sleep in the same room different beds mm-hmm. yeah yeah go grocery shop together you know <laughs> let's look at our budget we have a couple <laughs> arguments you know let's I look mean, at our budget yeah that's the funniest life let's look at our budget <laughs> let's look at our budget you know how, how are we doing today um uh, we're spending uh, <laughs> babe stop yeah, babe. <laughs> babe hey do we need do we need these chips <laughs> <laughs> And it's, you work out together too. You can go into that and just be like, mm-hmm. I always have a spotter, you know? Yeah, you have a spotter. <laughs> you uh you know, you say a prayer together, like Lord. And like it's it's pretty gay. Like it's it's actually yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's pretty yeah. gay. <laughs> very it's a very suits. <laughs> That's good. There's a lot to go. If I were gay, I would be here's the thing, like gay jokes are funny. I think they're like the more offensive they are, the more funny they are, in my opinion. Absolutely. But like in today's climate, like I couldn't go out and make a gay joke, you know? Like, I mean, I, I think, could. I think for me, it always depends on like if the joke's funny enough. Cause like, you know, if it's like funny enough, you can usually get away with it. But, you know, it's like I always enough. like the comparisons between being gay and carnival in Brazil, you know? Oh. Like, you know, like, like if I were gay, my joke would be like, like I'm gay, but I'm not like Brazil Carnival gay, you know. I'm like mm-hmm. I'm gay, but you still want to hang out with me, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, I get it. Yeah, you know, I'm not like uh, there's definitely levels of gay. There's like the kind where it's like I can see you a mile away, and then there's, yeah. and then there's the one where you're like you, 
like oh like and and that's a yeah it, but it's always it's always fun those people are the most fun gay because you don't know for sure and then it's yeah. like it's like a secret and you're trying to figure it out you're looking for signs you know and that's yeah. that's like an, it's an adventure so I'm he a goes fan of that every day you know but mm-hmm. he gets a pretty coffee like, i don't know yeah. uh, exactly you know he uh he knows who wendy williams is yeah that kind of thing um but he's all you know he goes to a crossfit gym but that could like, you, that could go either way you never yeah, know yeah. what's the thing you, you like i've been i'm telling you i go to a lot of raves you see so fucking yoked out gay man you're like <laughs> how like so it's hard to tell you're like if you're at a gym and someone just pump an iron you're like this could be a absolute dick or someone who wants to take a dick i don't know <laughs> um but, that's uh, good that's a good line that's that's a good line provo but <laughs> do you go to you should do wise guys man oh i do i i, I need i'm gonna start going up and uh i'm gonna start carpooling with with like taylor nielsen some guys because uh yeah i haven't been up in a while um thing with wise guys is you have to confirm ahead of time you have to email them and you know, you know that's that will help my situation because then I'm not just driving up for nothing. You know. Yes. Oh. I don't really go unless I'm on the docket there because there's just the thing about and then we'll get into jokes after this, but okay. I remember my first time doing stand up, okay? Mm-hmm. I was like like it, it had been my dream to do stand like I'd always been funny, you know, I'd always been like the guy that would I wasn't like the class clown. I was the guy writing the class clown's jokes. Oh, okay. That guy was like, hey, you know, it'd be funny if you did this. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got it. And, and so, like, I went to Wise Guys, my first time ever doing stand-up, and I was freaking out. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, like, what if I go up there and bomb? And then I see some of these people go up, and That's... I'm like, I'll be, I'll be fine. That's all you need, man. Um... I just have to be funnier than the worst open micer, and I'll be fine. Yeah, no. Um, seriously, it, it, I told you this, this friend of mine's thinking about doing stand up, and I was like, "This is part of why you need to come and watch a couple like, nights of it because you're gonna see people go up and, and realize the stakes are pretty low." You know? <laughs> oh, they're so low. Like, <laughs> if you have if you have zero shame, you know, like if you don't care, like I don't really care what people think about me. Mm-hmm. That's but that's... You're, you're afraid of getting embarrassed. Like, stand up's perfect. No, that's that's like seriously. That's the that's what you need. I feel like after you bomb a couple times, I think if you're moving in the right direction, that is, you sometimes you start to build this armor of like, who gives a fuck, and then exactly. it's more fun. Oh you yeah, you don't need them I, to laugh. I like. I don't. Obviously, I want to kill. Like, I want mm-hmm. to make a laugh. But like, bombing is almost just as fun. Can be, be like, oh, yeah. didn't work. Yeah. Like Monday, um, Monday, I was just kind of off my game. I don't know what, like the crowd was laughing at the weirdest times. Yeah. I mean, they were laughing at some comics that were like, I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Where we're at. So yeah. my plan was to go up on Monday and do all new material. But then like, there was a bunch of people there that I'd never seen. I was like, okay, I'll try my, I'll try my airport crack joke, you know, which mm-hmm. like really kills. But then that lady in the front, like started clapping halfway through the joke and i was like okay well i can't like start this joke halfway through so i guess mm-hmm. i'm gonna move on i know yeah it's, it's it was strange it's it's odd you know and that like i remember when i was kind of the f- first little bit of doing stand-up like i would i didn't have a ton of like material material and yeah. so i just tried getting better at doing like like i don't know crowd work things or like because like yeah one of my like comedy gods for me is brody stevens oh he's funny yeah i love brody and the thing he's best at is like interacting with the crowd and like calling yeah. out something if a joke doesn't work he'll just like attack the crowd and yeah. uh <clears throat> so yeah there was a long time where that's like the kind of thing i would just have to do it was just like yeah someone claps and you're like why are you clapping or like i don't know um but yeah i know what you mean it's like it's, it's it was odd. a weird crowd yeah it was a weird crowd on monday for sure uh, my comedy god is norm mcdonald oh man well you gotta love norm i mean here's the thing about norm mcdonald like people who don't know very much about like civilians you know the people who mm-hmm. aren't like in comedy they don't find him very funny yeah 
but like people who are funny are like norm's the best like nobody mm-hmm. is like norm is like what i like about him is he just goes up and he just kind of says whatever and if it doesn't work then he's like yeah all right no that's what <laughs> i love about him there's like this yeah. great story where um i can't remember who said it this guy was opening for him and he was like uh anytime like he's like you either would kill or bomb and when he yeah would, when he would kill he would just immediately just go hang out with like the comics in the green room or whatever but if he bombed he would say goodbye to everyone at the door yeah he would shake all their yeah. hands yeah. yeah yeah it's amazing i love him like i love like that kind of energy like i don't i try to emulate because everybody's like emulating th- he's who mm. i try to emulate him oh, yeah. with a mixture of like like a, I really love um, the Jerry, I, Dave Chappelle and Jerry Seinfeld oh, yeah. and Norm Macdonald. If they all had a baby, that's what I'm trying to do. I mean, Dave Chappelle, though, is like, he's like so far away. It's like, yeah, it's he like, is. How do you be like Dave Chappelle? There's only one Dave Chappelle. Dave I, Chappelle just says whatever he wants to say. And mm-hmm. that's what I love about it. He's like, he's like, if I get canceled, I don't care. No, and it, well, he's so huge. It's like, what are you gonna do? It's like all these people want to see me. What are you? Yeah. Gonna, what are you honestly gonna do? And yeah, are you gonna make me do stand up for the rest of my life? Because that's kind of what I do. Like, I'm fine already. with that. Yeah. No, so I, yeah, I, I, I really love him. He's like, like he's also the kind of guy where I didn't. Uh, the more I got into stand up, and the more I listened to him, the more I, I really understood. Like, oh, he's on another level. Like, this is yeah, the, this is like the best stand up. Um. But it's like it's a different kind of stand up because he's not like as like silly. You know, like there's like someone like a Todd Glass, I think is like the yeah. silliest. And I've Yeah. Yeah. So like well, I, it's like, it's like, like Jerry Seinfeld is more of just like he's like a he's like a he just critiques the world. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know if he necessarily obviously he he what he's saying he thinks is funny, but like I think part of his charm is like what he's saying, he believes it. He's mm-hmm. like you know buffets are weird yeah. you know no and uh, then we're all laughing because like oh my gosh you're right yeah no uh i think bill burr and like comedians getting coffee or whatever he was yeah. talking about jerry he's like people think because because you're clean that like you don't like you're not dark he's like you have contempt for humanity yeah no that's what it is <laughs> and and that's what i like sometimes with some of those clean comics is like doesn't mean because they don't swear that they aren't like they don't hate full of anger (laughs) oh yeah well i mean you kind of have to be a messed up person to go up in front of people beg them to love you you know and beg that exactly like through laughter Mm -hmm. you know i don't know it's like uh i think uh, taylor nielsen someone asked like uh except the you know the the provo open mic uh they'll give someone a seven minute spot if the host, I don't even know. I think they'll just the host will just pick someone to do the seven minutes. And yeah. Someone yeah. asked like, "How do you win?" And Taylor, Taylor was like, "Uh, uh, by not getting up, yeah, yeah. yeah, but not feeling the need to get on stage." Yeah, he is funny, dude. I, I like that guy. I want to get him on here. He, dude, you were there when that guy did the magic show, right? Oh, yeah, that dude. was so weird. Uh, what's his? Name? I know his name. It's Richard. Yeah, I, I think it's like I'm friends with Richard. Richard makes me laugh because he's just like he just does his thing. He does magic. Like I love that he went into a comedy show and halfway through was oh, like, oh, I was laughing. Yeah, and he's like, I was dying. I was laughing too because I was so uncomfortable. It was like halfway through a, a comedy show, he was like, let's talk about World War One <laughs> <laughs> and the real magic yeah. behind. And then Christmas. he had like these like, like what? he had like these like rings. He talked about World War One, just, yeah. like, just like a speech, and then he started like moving these rings in and out of each other. <laughs> it's like I don't know what that has to do with like trenches. Kind of like the most half baked magic show too. Yeah. Like like what do you think I'm five? I know. I was, yeah, but it was well. I was waiting the whole time for him to like for the punchline, but then it never no, happened. No, no, no. He's he's a straight up magician, and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like he used to come a lot more like uh before the pandemic he used to be like all the time and just straight magic no comedy yeah dude one time uh he he brought me on stage it's one of those things where it's like all right what card am i doing you have to remember the card and i was on a little (laughs) bit of shrooms and i forgot the number (laughs) he was like what card was this i don't know (laughs) so you know 
Um, it happens. But um, it, I can't yeah. say that's ever happened to me, but not you yet. Know, not yet. I'm sure it does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a clean comic. Yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to to keep things, you know, real. Yeah. But you know. But anyway, anyway, let's uh, let's get into some jokes. So right. this part, we just we just. I try out like my new material with funny people to see if like, you know, is there anything with some legs? Yeah. So let's start with this one. Um, I really don't like it when people are like, Oh, you know, you see like someone begging on the corner, like, Oh, get a job. It's like, well, homeless people can't find employment, right? Like if Mm -hmm. you can smell the applicant before they get into the interview, they're probably not getting the job. (laughs) that's pretty good i like that um no i think i think that that's got some legs yeah because you know that's got some yeah the problem is is i i think like i think like a writer like as if i'm writing for like the you know because i growing up i loved the the weekend update right like Mm -hmm. those kind of just like oh oj simpson kind of like just those one-off things Mm -hmm. so i think of in like terms of that and in terms of like the snl sketches so i'm trying to like no, it's just how would that work? But yeah, it's just yeah, like you're like more like a joke writer, like a Sam Morel, Mark Norman, that kind of thing. You know, where it's like yeah, exactly. It's more just kind of like uh, just like yeah. Here's a fun thought. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, no and I, I appreciate uh, more and more because obviously it's like all about just being tight. Economy of words, all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, my. The, the the shit i think i tend to like i'm I'm definitely more of like a personality based comic i, I always mm-hmm. at least i don't like to say i'm a comic yet because i'm not getting paid um but as far yeah. as uh like the people i like i think i tend to be more attracted to those who are like got have those interesting personalities um yeah. like i'm a huge fan of burt kreischer because okay yeah makes, i get what you mean now, yeah because yeah. like the funniest things about him are just things he says like that like he like are like real things about him like that. So, yeah um that has nothing to do with the joke but um anyway i'm glad to know that there are legs, no, legs under on. that one. Oh, to to follow up with that too like i'm trying to work out this bit of like when i was a kid genuinely like i thought it would be the coolest thing to be like a bum to be homeless mm. Because I would look out from, like, my elementary... I told this one to Andres... And, do you know Andres Herrera? Mm, yeah, I think I, I think I do. I don't think I know him super well. He was he was on the podcast two weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I talked to him about, like, this. And I was like, you know, I want to be homeless because in my elementary school, I would look out the window and I would see just, like, a, a you know, a drifter, mm-hmm. you know? And I would just think, you know what, like, that's cr- crazy. Like, he doesn't have to do homework. He mm-hmm. doesn't have chores. And people just give him food. Yeah. You know? But the problem that I think about is, like, well, what do they do during the day? You know? Yeah. Like, because they're asleep when we're all driving to work, mm-hmm. right? And they're begging when we all come home from work. Yep. Like, what's happening in that eight hours while everyone's at work? Nothing. <laughs> like do they like do they like meet up somewhere like you know how like after work Mm -hmm. you know you go get some drinks with your buddies you know yeah and like complain like oh my gosh my boss Mm -hmm. you know my like maybe their thing is like man that corner on fourth and ninth that's the crazy some Mm -hmm. lady told me to get a job today screw her i don't even have a shower you know or something like no yeah no i no i i no i think that could obviously definitely dovetail off the uh the the other joke you told um the only problem is is i think i'm the only person in the world at one point that at one point in my life was like being homeless would be kind of cool well i think then that's a good thing you know because if no one else (laughs) has had that thought then you know you can go up there and be like yeah this is sound kind of cool you know like yeah you don't have to do anyone else yeah you get to walk around You just get to chill and then you get those cool torn jeans, you know, and the older you get, you're like, hold on a second. You know, doing stuff is kind of fun. Yeah. (laughs) um, Just aimlessly wandering the city. (laughs) I've done that before. And it wasn't that great. If you don't have anywhere you're like going. when you have a when you have a job and you're aimlessly roaming the city, you're yeah. just a crazy person. But if you're homeless, it's like ah, he's just homeless. Yeah, you, you know? know. And Salt Lake's a great place to see all that. 
you know? Yeah. You know, also the older you get, the more you realize, oh, there's a lot of mental illness out here. And I don't know if that's as fun. <laughs> Seeing some people talking to nothing and you're like, I don't you know what this is. This dream is starting to crack. Starting yeah. To... You know what? Yeah. Maybe I should just stick to being a poor comedian. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all right. You know, there seems to be some, 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 some credit here. This, more, this seems to be more fun. Or like life. I could just be like, you know, but like some would say being a comedian is like being homeless, you oh, know, like I just, I just like kind of drift from stage to stage. Yeah. You know, talking to random strangers about crap that I made up in my head, mm-hmm. you know. No, uh, you know, instead of money, they give me laughter and praise, you know, but but if you're homeless, it's laughter and you know yeah laughter there's a, lot, there's a good amount of similarities you know yeah uh, if uh anyway no, no no i think i think i think there's some i think there's some something to go on there there's just a lot of darkness yeah it's been rough it's a lot of darkness i get it i thought it's been a dark period of my life i don't man. yeah anyway your turn give it give us a premise here let's work yeah. out a premise with let you me, let me pull up your it. notes yeah, i'm gonna pull up my notes uh yeah, I mean, lately it's I've been just kind of been doing more stories. Um, oh, I wrote this. I've got a few stories. Yeah, I wrote this the other day. Uh, I would serve a mission just to spite crazy ex Mormons. Because <laughs> uh, that one would kill yeah. in Utah, dude. That one would kill. Yeah, because. Uh, oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I closed my phone. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can still hear you. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> Yeah, because there is some of those ex-Mormons where it's like, yeah, I grew up Mormon. It's not for me. I'm not Mormon anymore. But there are some of those ex-Mormons who are so annoying and so loud about <laughs> it that it's like, I will go again just for you, just to fuck up your life. Um, you know, so like it's also like the atheists that are like not chill. Like mm-hmm. it's almost like when they're atheists, it's like you've turned atheism into a religion. You know, isn't that like the whole point of atheism, you know, is to like not be religious, but you've kind of turned into this like religious zealot of not believing in a God. What really confuses, you know, what really confuses me and you can use this, use this, please. Satanists like what? Like in order to like worship Satan, that means you have to understand like the goodness and glory of God. But then you just have to be like, eh, I don't want that. still there i don't think you're still there well that wasn't that funny anyway so hello yeah i just let you bomb on me oh do, do we, did you actually no 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 no, uh, no. <laughs> but for whatever reason the app just was being fun um no i mean satanism's funny because like i think i've looked at what they believe and it's almost like they're just kind of just saying fuck you to uh people who believe in god but their thing is not about like killing children it's just like be a good person it's like it's like the same it's like like the same thing except it just says satanism like like if you're a satanist and you believe in being a good person like you kind of have issues like i don't Mm -hmm. think you really know what you believe i don't it's it's you know it's funny but then again you look at like the catholic church and they're like yeah everyone's abusing children you're like so i don't really know I don't really. Yeah. I, I don't really know who's in charge yeah, you here. Know, it doesn't seem to be like a, a right answer. Um, yeah. And honestly, out of you know everything I've been seeing, like uh, well, the, so far Mormonisms look better than Catholicism. So good job, Mormons, You're doing yeah, that right. You know, except it, for the whole gay thing. At least we, ex- yeah, the whole gay thing. Oh. That's seems that's still a thorn in your side, but uh, you know. Um, <laughs> Hopefully that'll change. I mean, I think it has. We'll to. work through it. We can work it, through it. It'll have to change because, you know, it's just, just you know, can't keep it up. It's, it's very. It's on, if you, like, I don't think the church has been on Twitter. All of Twitter is like gay right now. Everyone wants to be gay. Like, guys, <laughs> you're losing all these possible converts. Like, see, here's the thing. Now this is leading into the perfect next premise. Mm-hmm. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Because you said like gay Twitter and all that stuff, like mm-hmm. everybody's being gay. Like with all this cancel culture, you know, we've gotten rid of Aunt Jemima, you know, mm-hmm. um, 
what's that rice company? Oh, you know? Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. Yeah, we're getting rid of all that. And, you know, I don't have any problem with that, but we should really think about teeth whitener. Oh. You know, we need to come up with a different term. Yeah, no, seriously. Uh, teeth cleaner. <laughs> uh, teeth. But it's not cleaning them because yeah. it's making them whiter. But, like, yeah. what if somebody wants, you know, gray coffee teeth? You know, uh, that's their right. It and it is, or, or yellow teeth, <laughs> you know, like uh, it's also their right. Um, you know. yellow teeth are not as he- like they're they're just as healthy as white teeth, dude. Just like kind of go into that. I almost would love just that, but like there's no joke, it's just like just a statement, <laughs> just a statement. Sometimes <laughs> I like just shit like that where it's like just uh, just someone just say, like, there's no jokes, just, just like, a, this is how I feel. It's like. It's more of a comment, really. But, like, we yeah. should really change teeth whitener. But like, if you're, like, kind screaming of... it, then it's funny, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so maybe, like, not my personality should say that. Maybe yeah. I feel like that'd be good if you said that. No, I've said stuff like that before. I think I used to go up and talk about, like, um, like prices of soup at uh, uh, Whole Foods. So do stuff like that, you know, <laughs> which not that, yeah. not that funny. <laughs> we all had to start exactly. somewhere though you know um okay and then this other thing i wrote down was uh when i was yeah doing comedy in san diego um it's in like downtown san diego and i don't know if you know but the mm-hmm. airport for san diego is like downtown and then right next to it there's like this harbor and there's an airport in the harbor it's like like if you were going oh. to comic-con you could be like at comic-con with like in like 10 minutes once you land like it's like it's that close. So then, when you're walking around downtown, looking up at all the tall buildings, you'll just see a plane coming in, and it looks like another 9/11 is about to happen. <laughs> it's very confusing at first. Like, what the fuck? It's really low. <laughs> I love 9/11, 9/11 jokes. I love. We need to. Yeah. It's it's time that we get over it. It's been 20 years. Yeah, you know. Yeah, this is the 20 year anniversary. You got to do something to commemorate it's it. It's time. Oh, Norm Macdonald had a really good joke. He's like, it takes a lifetime of experience and training to become a pilot. <laughs> but it only takes <laughs> but it only takes 15 minutes to steal a pilot's jacket and hat. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, what can you do? Oh, uh, reminds me one of my favorite uh, Louis C.K. jokes. He was talking about um, 9-11. And uh, he's like, uh, after 9-11, you know, a lot of people, like, you didn't know if to masturbate or not. Like, it, it was, it, it was kind of <laughs> like, how much of a scumbag are you? Um, uh, depending on how long it took for you to masturbate after 9-11. <laughs> he was like, I masturbated in between the first and second tower coming down. <laughs> <laughs> For all those people listening, um, yeah, this is just, just deal with it. Don't even worry about the masturbation joke. It's great. You know, it's, it is, if you don't like it, just skip it, you know? You know? Um, No, I think that, so here's the thing. So Steve Harvey, did you watch the comedians in cars getting coffee with Steve Harvey? Steve Harvey one. So he talked about how like, you know, comedians, a, a national. Whenever a national tragedy strikes, like the comedian has a joke within five minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's our job. All you know, we're just waiting for the appropriate time to say it. You know. Oh yeah. Like whenever there's a tragedy, like I have a joke. Like, oh, I'm terrible at funerals. Mm-hmm. I have a joke almost immediately. Like you can't take me. And like once I get a joke, I have to say it. Mm-hmm. You know. No, I, I I get it. I remember uh, I was taking a tour of the conference center uh, when yeah. I found out Kobe died. Oh, <laughs> and uh, um, the first like the first thing that popped in my head was like, I think the next guy is going to get on a helicopter is going to be like Kobe. Um, Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's funny, dude. Yeah, because it's like Kobe. Yeah. Um, or like the last thing you hear when your plane's going down, Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> I mean, at least it make you a little happy uh, seeing the end. You're like, well, that was a fun. That was a fun. Yeah, thing. that's that's funny. Right. That's that's bad, but funny. Too soon, but like I no, like uh, it's really sad. The whole thing's really sad. It's... But then you forgot about it because the world ended. <laughs> <laughs>
you're like oh yeah yeah exactly um so now it feels like you know five years ago so it's almost like okay maybe enough time yeah it's almost like it is yeah. time yeah i mean i guess it's almost a year I'm trying to think when that when that happened like in february something like that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it happened over the summer yeah. but anyway i'll uh next next premise here so like you know quarantine I try to avoid quarantine jokes, right? Because, like, everybody's talking about, like, quarantine. It's like, nah, I don't I want to set my... It's like, that's too topical, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that won't last very long. But my here's my quarantine joke. Like, you know, foul, uh, uh, it's quarantine. Everybody's, like, getting these weird new hobbies. But whenever, like, my friends come up to me and they're like, you know, hey, I started doing this new hobby. It's never anything cool, right? Mm-hmm. It's always like, oh, I started collecting stamps or, like, we're trying all the different fries from the fast food restaurants or whatever, like these really strange hobbies. It's never like falconry, mm-hmm. you know, oh. like nobody ever comes up to you and it's like, I started blacksmithing over the summer. No, yeah, you know? nothing like actually like useful, you know? Uh, yeah. Like, like what if somebody came up to you and was like, Oh, what did you do? Like, how did you make, you know, your quarantine, you know, useful? Oh, I started jousting. Yeah. You're like, no, Got in touch anyway, with my more of a comment. No, you I, know? I, 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 I think no, there's definitely ways you could take that. Um, um, yeah. No, because it's it's true. You're like this people like I baked bread and like for a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of bread. Like, oh wow, that's yeah. original. Did you also slice it into into you know pieces? Yeah, like a, and then I put cheese on it and I made a new creation. You know, it's called a, it's called yeah. a sandwich. I called it. Uh, I called it baked cheese. Yeah. With cracked pepper turkey, with romaine lettuce yeah. on rye, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just get like as specific as possible. It's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah I uh, taught a falcon how to hunt for me. Yeah, I I started and I, I started a farm, and I'm completely self sufficient, and I'm yeah I'm off yeah. the grid. And you're like, all right. Uh, well, also I like the people in quarantine. Who, yeah, because at the beginning it was like, guys, this is the time for you to focus on your hobbies. And maybe you don't like your hobby that much if, if you don't give it the time right now. And then, like, a month or two into quarantine, people are like, yeah, fuck that. Like, this is. <laughs> I'm going to play video games yeah. all day. Dude. Well, it's like, you know, it's got a lot more depressing than I thought. <laughs> this is going a lot longer. Yeah. You remember, like, back in the day when it was like, you know, 30 days to slow the spread. And like, here we are like eight months later, like, okay, uh, we haven't really slowed the spread mm-hmm. and uh, we kind of beat the curve, but I, this is still happening. No, no, we're okay. still here. You know, Trump's <laughs> gone. What are we supposed to do? Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it, 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 things... Trump's gone. Like, I don't know. Like he was my guiding light, you know, you know, like, yeah, I'm just lost and lost at sea. <laughs> um yeah no i i i I, yeah i i think this i think there could be something there you know just like uh there's something there i'll bring in the bread making thing that was like maybe trying to think maybe not falconry just because it's like i'm trying to think of something that's like almost more like such a like a really substantial like something yeah like i i started like micro farming yeah like that kind of thing you know it's like something like i'm just thinking like the concept is, it's like we waste so much time doing things that are lame, mm-hmm. right? Like we get these really lame Pinterest ideas like, oh, I'm going to make these like cool sliders out of Rhodes rolls or yes. whatever. But in reality, like that's not that interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, I would be much more interested if somebody walked into the room with a full set of armor and they're like, yeah, this <laughs> is my hobby. Great. I just love the concept of we can finally meet up with our friends and you like walk into the party in a full suit of armor. Yeah. Like, Good evening. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like, but not in like a LARP no, way, you not, not in the way no, like, like I storm. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, this is who I am. So he, he walks in and there's like two people walking before him with like those long trumpets and start playing. And he like, yeah. Walk, he, like, like this yeah. is, my, this is my hobby now. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I have, I have dug a moat. I'm living in, in what I soon to hope have be a, my own little like siege, my little castle. Like I, I yeah, I, don't know, I really like dude, walking in with the full suit of armor. That's yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a good comparison. Yeah. So what I could do is I could just do the thing like you know it's the time everybody said they were going to work on their hobbies, mm-hmm. but we didn't actually, yeah. right? We just went on Pinterest and got these really lame ideas. Yeah. 
Oh. You know, like somebody came up to me and they were like, oh, look at these cool, you know, Hawaiian sliders I made. Like, that's not that interesting. Yeah. It would be way more interesting if they walked in with like a full set of armor and were like, this is who I am. No, like uh, uh, someone's like, you know, you finally get to meet up together and this guy's like, oh, I baked the, like, here's my new zucchini bread, everyone. And you're like, awesome. And this guy's <laughs> like, here's my hand forged battle axe. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> like that's on to something are you like and it's like what are you into larping now no dude i just make no, armor no, no, what i do Smith. something yeah. with so so here's the thing with like full suit of armor i had another idea it's like like you know magic doing magic is either really really cool mm-hmm. or really really like lame stand-up. you know like you're either <laughs> yeah like you're either chris angel or you're a birthday clown mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the same thing with armor. Like you either have like a full set of armor and you own it, dude. And you're just like, yeah, I'm a freaking knight in shining armor. Or you're that weird dude who like goes to the park and pretends dragons are attacking, you know, like there's no, like, there's no middle class for these kinds of people. It's always just like, you're like weird or you're Mm -hmm. awesome. No. Um, I think there's a lot of things like that. There's like, uh, was i thinking like it's not like cooking where like you can be kind of like you can be a kind of a good cook and get by Mm -hmm. no um but there's those hobbies where it's like you are either like really great at it or you should not it's like uh, if you ever watch uh i'm a gamer if you ever watch like professional gamers play it's like oh we're like not playing the same game (laughs) no we're not like no different rules yeah no it's uh, there's a lot of things like that like when you look at like kind of the casual thing and then you look at like the pro level and you're like this is what dedicating your life to something looks like um yeah you know and most people aren't going to do that because that takes effort <laughs> like you watch that i watched that michael well, like what do you get you know uh, oh yeah and he's like and i took it personally and he's like a you know, fucking insane man you're like oh yeah that's why you can be michael jordan because no one's this insane about basketball no, like, that's what it is. Like, he is, he took basketball and just took it to the next mm-hmm. level of, like, not only am I going to play basketball, I'm going to be basketball. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, what am I doing? I'm not playing basketball. I'm going to keep playing and, and shoot more. Like, what other athlete has been, you know, that closely tied to a sport? Like, maybe Tiger Woods, but nobody's like, I'm going to be the Tiger Woods. Of, yeah, no, this, uh, know, I mean, blacksmithing. I think. No, the, the, the comparison is my, even like LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, as good as they are and amazing as they are, like nobody's like, I'm going to be the LeBron yeah. James. No, it's, I'm going to be the Michael Jordan. You know what? This. When I think about it, when, but then when you, you use your human feelings and emotions and you think about what it would take to be Michael Jordan versus LeBron, it's like, I would way rather be LeBron because it seems like he has more of a life. And, oh, and, for sure. Uh, and he's still obviously like one of the most dominant players to ever play. And, uh, and he seems, yeah. yeah, but he was also in like train wreck. And he's like, and yeah. I was like, that seems more fun. Um, yeah. Because you know, Michael yeah. Jordan's like, yeah, everyone, he's like, I just made up arguments with people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he would like, he would make the mentality yeah. of like, yeah, like if I didn't have beef with somebody, I'd make beef. It'd make me play harder. Like he basically single handedly beat Carl uh, Malone and John Stockton while he had the flu. Like no, you have to be disgusting. To do and that. also that right there is another I like to think about teams, any team from the state of Utah as uh, you know, like we can get close, but we can never really finish. Because uh Oh, it's true, because like everyone here has a life, mm-hmm. you know, like nobody's like and that's not necessarily true for everything, but no, like, have, like I think yeah, our like, self esteem is a little lower. You know, because we're not like a champion state in yeah. Utah. So I think we're, we're not. No, I think our self-esteem might be a little higher, actually, because like if you think about it, the low self-esteem could really, you know, motivate somebody to be better. No, I mean, like I, I think I mean more as like a more as like the champion kind of attitude, where oh, okay, it's, it's okay, like yeah. you know, um, you, especially in the past couple of years. Like okay, like so last twenty nineteen, uh, University of Utah football. They were like amazing. They, they like lost. Yeah, like, and then they, they choked, choked against Oregon, and and then and then since they choked against Oregon, it was kind of like it wasn't like the season was for nothing. It was a great season, but like they didn't really get anything out of that. 
like they, they, well like a bunch of seniors came back yeah. you know like they kept saying things like this is our mm-hmm. year i think what it is is like utahns have like a really blue collar mentality mm-hmm. you know like we come we get our job done and we go home. Yeah, you know, and then you know, we go to church, we do those things with the family. It's none of it's, we leave work at yeah, work, you not, know, and they're just more important things. Yeah, no, I, I think I, I I agree with that because yeah, especially here, especially I mean, you, the best example, go to a BYU football game. I mean, they'll be like they'll they'll. It starts with well, a they'll, prayer. They'll tell everyone like this is a whiteout game. Everyone were white, and you go to it. The student section is white. Everywhere else is just in whatever color they wanted to wear. It's... Yeah, like if they're wearing red, they're wearing green. Mm-hmm. If they're wearing a Steelers no. jersey, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. there. I've seen, I remember watching a game, and there was a dude in the crowd in a full Nebraska uniform, like outfit, all the Nebraska. And the Nebraska game was happening at the same time. Like, just like, did you get on the wrong flight? Like, what is going on? Why are you here? <laughs> Stay in your lane, bro. Stay in your lane. Game. Like, um, yeah, so that's a very like BYU kind of thing, you know. That's like they're kind of just like more casual fans. Like, yeah, man, yeah, because like, well, yeah, it's more about yeah. church, more about all these other things. It's not, you don't have to. Yeah, win. like it's not the most important no. thing. You know, then you go yeah. to these other places, and it's like you know, like Alabama. Like, what else do they have in Alabama? Like, it's roll, um, it's roll tide or nothing. Um, and <laughs> yeah, that's and, true. So like, I'd say. <clears throat> So like yeah, and, that, and that's also just like Utah's kind of luck. The closest the Jazz has ever been to winning, we just happened to play against Michael Jordan, and he gets the flu, and he and he was like, "Fuck you, I'm winning this game." Yeah, like yeah, it was basically yeah, two like, on one. What can you do against that? What can you do against that kind of attitude where he's like, "I'm gonna put up 44 points or whatever while I'm throwing up on the side"? It's like that's like a kind of like like gumption. It's like, like he just yeah, wants it? it more. He just wanted it way more, and I respect. Oh yeah, I respect it. Uh, but I couldn't. But you know what I want to do? I want to sleep yeah. in. No, so. yeah, it's like I, I have other things that you know. It's like obviously, like I don't. I'm not. I, I, I think I'm pretty confident that at 26, I'm not going to be a supreme athlete. So like, uh, I think yeah. I'm okay. But like, you know, it's really depressing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really depressing seeing a like. Donovan Mitchell and I, Donovan Mitchell's, I think, a little younger mm-hmm. than me. Yeah. And it's like, what am I doing oh with my, my life? This guy's making millions, and I'm telling half big jokes in front of strangers. It's the life. You know, like, like, could I have done that? Is there a world where I would be the basketball star and he would be telling half big jokes? Like, maybe, but also, maybe, like, you know, is basketball what you really want? I don't know. You know, it's like, it's like, I think about like I think I just want the attention. Oh that my he's god! Getting, absolutely. Really. That's the thing. Like you said, <laughs> you wrote jokes for the class clown, but like I was like the class clown, like the like center of attention. It's like I want attention. Well, the thing the thing about writing the jokes for the class clown is, yeah, he can get the laugh, but I know who really got uh-huh. the laugh. No, I, it was me. Yeah, like I was. Uh, I don't know what happened early on. I'm just starting to think like I got this thing in my head where like I want people to laugh at me for me and not things other people said. You know, like I start getting that in my yeah. head where like it's I realize like it's more fun if like if you know you're getting someone to laugh or or like you whatever purely based <clears throat> off of who you are. Uh is a lot more uh, interesting. Yeah, I think the first time I, don't, I, I feel like middle class kids and like lower middle class people are the funniest people, yeah. right? Like that's where the real, because you can just relate to everybody, right? Like you can relate to poor people and to rich mm-hmm. people. Um, I think I, 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 comedy has always been like a part of my growing up. Uh, like, I don't know if you've heard of like Bob and Doug McKenzie. Mm-hmm. You've heard of them. Kind of sounds familiar. They were on a... Like, they were on a Canadian, like the Canadian version of SNL. That's, and, uh, was it Kids in the Hall? Or? Uh, it was like uh, CN oh, something. Okay. It was like Canadian Tonight it, Live it, it, or something. CTL like, uh, or something. That South Park, uh, <laughs> the Canadian South Park. I'm trying to think of the name of it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Anyways, go ahead. 
But yeah, like these people would just go up and they'd just say the stupidest things and then people would laugh. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I want to do that. Oh, no, I'm, this is, I'm curious. I'm always curious to see like, what kind of like started to light this fire underneath everyone. I think I remember when I was in high school, I watched this episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which is a great, great show. Great the show. current seasons suck. But the, I mean, for like 11 or 12 seasons, it's amazing. Um, yeah, I don't know if you've seen the new seasons, if you like them or not. I have, I haven't. I ever since they've got on Disney Plus, I've just kind of avoided yeah. it. Well, well, yeah, honestly, yeah, Hulu because they've had to I'm clean the same up. Way. They've moved had to clean to up. Hulu and I stopped watching. Um, and honestly, yeah, because once they moved to Hulu, kind of like that, you can stop there. Um, they couldn't, they couldn't do the politically incorrect. Stuff I don't anymore. even know what happened. It just seems like it's like a parody of itself now. It's like it's. It doesn't have like yeah. a soul. Like and you know the episode they did where they're like making fun of sitcoms because they're brightly lit. They have like these weird it's like that's yeah. what it is now. It's Yeah. Oh yeah. And, it's like meta. Yeah. They're making fun it, well, of themselves. It's just it's weird. Anyways, I can go off on that for a long time. Uh but they obviously one of their most iconic episodes is the Nightman Cometh. And and I remember yeah. watching that the first time I saw that episode, I'm thinking like, this is what they do. Like they wrote this dumb fucking play musical and perf- and did this, you know, then this was their episode. And I was like, that's what they got to do. Like, that would be yeah. so much fun. Um, yeah. Um, but like when I was growing up, I wanted to be like, like a director. I wanted to make like films and all that. And then I think yeah. slowly I started to realize like I really wanted to like to perform. Like that seemed to like actually more fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the same. So growing up, I did like acting and all that mm-hmm. stuff, like theater. Like I was in theater, but I wasn't a theater uh-huh. kid. I you know, know what I mean? mean? Theater, uh, theater is a wild world. Dude, it's way more like it's more drama happens off stage than on dude, stage. It's, it's fucking crazy. But it's also like <laughs> they're the crazy. They're, they're insane, but I kind of love them because they're like, you know, I, I like being a fly on the, on the wall mm. around them. Yeah, because I don't want to like deal with them, but I want to I want to hear what they have yeah. to say. But anyway, so like I would always do that. And the problem is like I was never a great mm-hmm. actor. I I I always thought it was silly. Like, why am I pretending to be somebody? I'm way funnier than this mm-hmm. character that they've cast me as. And so I, I remember in junior high, we would do like comedy sketches in front of the whole school. Mm-hmm. And like mine would always kill or at least in my mind they'd always kill like i would i would pick like these really old ones like really old monty python Mm -hmm. ones that i thought were hilarious and i would like direct them i would tell people how to do things and like and then i remember when this so before that even before that i was like eight wait are you asking me what how i got into this i'm I'm, I'm always curious yeah i think i laid it out Yeah, yeah i'm curious yeah yeah so I was like eight and my dad, like I was always silly. Like I was always a silly guy. Right. And my dad kind of introduced me to these, well, to Bill Cosby first, but I don't know if that's appropriate you, to say. I mean, it's, you can definitely say but, it. I mean, you're just, you're just not into. I mean, it's true. He was hilarious. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, do I still listen to his jokes? Probably. You know, some, if, but like, do I agree with what he did? Probably not. I, I'm um, on his side. I think <laughs> <laughs> you know what i think yeah, he seems like he's, you know, he, like to redact that um yeah he he is no, he yeah, was yeah, for I many years he was but, truly yeah. was misunderstood yeah, exactly but anyway yeah so he my dad introduced me and then brian regan i just oh, thought was oh, hilarious yeah. dude he's amazing um and then he is it, like he can like control oh, he, the room that's what i like about him i mean obviously in utah people there are some people Oh, he oh. sells out. He has to come here for seven consecutive no. days because he sells because out of here. That, you know, you've got some people that will like shit on him because like, oh, he's Mormons. Like, I'm like, have you like really listened to him? He's like one he's of the funniest funny. people like standups. I think like, I remember I watched his I Walked on the Moon special the other day. And I was like, yes. this is one of the funniest <laughs> specials so I've good. ever seen. It's like, it's funny the whole time. Like everything's great. Like the... I do have to admit, Brian Regan is only funny if you come from a middle class family, mm-hmm. right? Like if you're if you come from a family with like a ton of like 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 a ton of issues, not just like 
the regular family issues, but like you're coming from a place of like, well, I didn't even have a dad. Yeah, maybe he won't be as funny to you because yeah. he's definitely he definitely so, plays a lot of the crowd, but he is like, but he's hilarious. No, he's, he's amazing. He's like, I just love he's, he's got he's one of those dudes like he just has this personality that you can't even put your finger on. There's just something about him that just like silly makes you yeah. giggle because he's just. You know, yeah. So yeah, I love him, and yeah, that same. He was the first stand-up I ever knew about. Yeah, and it blew. Like I watched him, and it blew my mind. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like that's something I would want to do. Mm-hmm. And then I would kind of just be. I started by just like memorizing, like Bill, because like my, I was like eight. You know, I was in elementary school. Nobody in my elementary school listened to stand-up comedians on the level that, like, mm-hmm. you know, some people would listen to music at night. I would listen to Bill Cosby and Brian Regan mm-hmm. at night. Like, like whenever I'd get, like, a an iTunes gift card yeah. or whatever, my brothers would all get music. I would get, you know, comedy, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so, like, this went on for a while. I never really sat down and wrote jokes out. Uh, but I remember I started watching comedians in cars getting coffee mm-hmm. and then uh this is like you're an early adopter you're watching it on youtube this was on oh, crackle, crackle. I forgot about crackle yeah this was back when it was on yeah, crackle cool crackle um even earlier uh so he yeah so he would talk about like you know you either have it or you don't like comedians are a different breed because we just think differently than people like we we literally don't think the way a normal person does. And then when he said that, I was like, Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like I get that resonated mm-hmm. with me. It was like almost like a spiritual experience. No. Of like, I don't think like a, the, like the average person. And I've been called weird for like, I remember I, I've always been like making these weird connections between like, Oh, like, why are we excited about the Whopper? The Whopper sucks. Like, why are we, why are we even pretending like I'm excited about this food commercial? Mm-hmm. I know that it's going to taste like a food. Real you know, quick, like, I actually like, love the Whopper. So. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll yeah. Well, you. I, my I'll next bit, my, my next bit is about the Whopper. So, but anyway, I'll, let me finish this. So then, and then like, it wasn't until about, so when I, I started this podcast during my, my quarantine hobby was starting the there podcast because I'd written all these, I started writing down all of my thoughts and mm-hmm. jokes and just like saying them to my friends. And they're like, Oh, that's like actually pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And so I started the podcast to do this. And then I went, I first started, like I went up and actually did stand up for the first time, like six months hey, ago. Yeah. It's been pretty recent. No, that, that's, it's a good, um, a lot better than a lot of, there's a lot of people that have been doing it for a long time, you know, that, that is still yeah. know what they're doing. So, yeah, I mean, I'm still, I still have a lot to learn, but then I started doing it. And I remember the first time I was super terrified. Then I got up there and it was like, oh, this isn't like, I'm fine yeah. looking like an idiot. That's, this is great. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, it's like a heroin addiction after that. Like I sign up for open mic nights without even having material prepared. Yeah. Like I just, I just kind of like, well, this is what I do now. This is who I no, am. No, it's, uh, it really changed everything for me. Like when I started doing it, um, cause I started doing it. Um, I'm married, but there was a point in my life where we like separated. And at that point, uh-huh. like I like didn't have like any money. I was living in like my best friend's parents' house and I just wasn't doing anything. And I just had to like figure something out. And I remember thinking I was like listening to Dan Harmon talk about like comedy writing and all that. And I had this mm-hmm. thought where I was like, I clearly like this. I'm all I'm listening to like comedians podcasts all the time and all this shit. Why am I not like going towards it? Why am I, why? Yeah. Things that normal people don't yeah, it's like, do. Why am I not doing this thing? I like, it's like, it doesn't, that doesn't make sense. And, uh, if then I started doing it, started doing stand up, and, and, and just like, and once you start doing it, like you just you're thinking about it all all the time. You're like, what will I do next yeah. week? And then it just started adding so much more life uh, into my life, and it just started everything started getting more fun, more interesting. You know, yeah. You're, it just unlocked a part yeah. of myself. Is really no, what it did. Seriously, there's a. Uh, I remember the first time I saw the Eric Andre show, um, and the mm-hmm. first time I watched it, I like felt this like void in me start to fill up i was like i've been looking for this my yep. whole life i didn't realize that um 
and but it took me a while to like actually do it you know actually try it out um but yeah it's so much more fun than than not doing it well and the thing is is like i don't i'm not doing like i mean obviously i'd love to have my own special Mm -hmm. one day not with the material i have right now i'm aware that i'm not at that level but like you gotta gotta use only what you have now (laughs) only what well then i guess i'm screwed it's it's okay there's Um, a lot of bad specials out there yeah i but like in my mind i'm like no matter where i am in my life like this is probably something i'm gonna do like i'm i'm in call i'm i'm unlike a lot of stand-up comedians or open micers that i've met where it's like i have i'm gonna get my degree like i'm gonna have a real person job and this is just something i'm doing Mm -hmm. on the side um which you know i've actually gotten a little bit of flack for they're like oh you're clearly not you're too responsible to be a comedian i'm like well oh that's just hilarious that's just that's just wow and you bombed up there my friend it's like why does it why do you why you does it matter a, if I get laughs? Brain wreck to, to, to get laughs. Doesn't make sense. Some people think yeah. that my first time ever going up, dude, I told a story about my family. Mm-hmm. Cause like, so, I mean, I'll just open it up. Like, yeah. you know, I'm the youngest in my family. And a lot of people think the youngest is the coveted position. Mm-hmm. Right. But really the, the youngest gets a lot of flack. The youngest get gets blamed for everything. Right. Like my whenever my dad didn't want to get in trouble with my mom, he would just work my name into the conversation and it would all be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, which killed in Provo when I did it, did not kill in Salt mm-hmm. Lake. And then the guy that went up after me was like, it, that's not the, that's not the whole yeah. thing. Like it, I go on to tell a story, but um, I go up and the guy, the guy after me is like this, you know, MF, he is telling jokes about his dad. I don't even have a mm-hmm. dad. And I was like, and then that killed. Yeah. And I was like, uh, okay, well, I mean, I'm not ashamed that I have a dad. I'm sorry. No, I mean, like, uh, it's also one of those things I think sometimes, yeah, people, they just, they want to get a laugh, you know, and sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's fun commenting on someone who went up before you. Oh, no, you know, yeah. But, and I laughed, like, I, yeah. I wasn't, I'm not, like, butthurt about it, but it's just like, I was like, oh, like, that's the crowd. Oh, well, okay. yeah, I mean, it's all, and it's all, like, it's all like different, you know, that's the thing, it's like, all these rooms are yes. a little different um which is nothing yeah. wrong with um uh, what rooms do you go to do you just do improv broadway right, or where, where right do you now, go i mean like during the summer i had like a full-blown like mental breakdown so i was like let's just stop doing comedy for a bit so this is kind of like me like just kind of getting back on my feet it's like doing comedy in provo and then i'll you know probably start going up to salt lake and all that um I didn't realize how many rooms there were. Like, there's a ton of bars that do open oh, yeah, the mic. Bars are, are hilarious. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Some of the bars is like four people, and you're like, okay, yeah, <laughs> all right. Because right now, all I'm doing is Monday nights. I'm doing Improv Broadway, and then Wednesday, if I get a slot, I do Wise mm-hmm. Guys. No, that's that's about you know uh, what I would do. You know, like, I think it's like as much as you can get on stage. You know, great great exactly. i think that's like the only thing you can do um but yeah you know i think yeah, doing stuff online i feel like is also what you got to be doing too because it's like i don't know what's going to happen with stand-up i don't know like what like if, it, if it's going to be harder to break in now because of what's happened i don't know who knows i i think comedy is going to go underground a little bit more i think people who are fans of like true comedy like, I don't want to, like, what's that lady's name? Oh, what's her name? She gets, like, a comedy every, a special every year, but she's really, like, not that funny. What's her name? Who are you uh, talking about? The blonde chick. Which one? Like, Eliza Schlesinger? The bl- no, uh, she's Amy, funny. Why, Amy, Amy Schumer? Amy yeah. Schumer. Amy Schumer. Like, she's got some funny stuff, mm-hmm. but, like, I think people like her not because she's funny, but because she's, like, pushing forward an agenda almost or it's just like yeah. oh i agree with her no uh ha, ha, ha. there's a i think seth myers said there's this kind of laughter it's called clapter where yeah like yeah you know, like you're getting applause breaks instead of like laughs and uh because yeah, they agree with you not because you're necessarily yeah, funny you know what can you do like uh you know 
But I think like true comedy is just going to keep going more and more underground, you know, at these kind of small places. And you know what? Like, I'm fine with that. It's going to be a lot harder to kind of break into it and be get specials because unless there's a new platform that like won't control what you're writing, mm -hmm. I don't know if comedians want well, like, to be. Uh, Sam Morell and Mark Norman, they put their specials on YouTube and, uh, and like Giannis yeah. Pappas and, and it's been it's been going you know that did well for like them uh, doing it there because then they get a control because they said like Sam and Mark said that Netflix and everyone passed on it they passed on their specials and they're like yeah. they're fucking great specials um, yeah you know it's like I don't know who knows what will happen in the future but you we'll know see. Like, this is getting too serious I of a know. conversation it's, for it's me just anyway. like I think at the end of the day it's just like yeah just be funny you know just keep working yeah but I don't know. Say what you think is funny. Go anyway, well, Quinn, we were coming up on an hour and seven minutes. Well, really an hour because yeah. we did that first five minutes of Just nothing. Chatting. Thank you for coming on. Um, if you want to see either one of us perform every Monday night mm -hmm. at the Improv Broadway at Provo, they're starting to charge $5 now. If you, if you buy a so ticket online, it's you have free to it beforehand. So there you go. Or come up and do some stand up and you get in for free. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, so, but yeah, dude, thanks for having me. I was I was happy uh, the first time I saw you. It was like a, I think a couple weeks ago. I hadn't seen you before, and I was like, I like this guy. I like his I like yeah. his uh, his presence on stage. You know, um, I I'm trying to emulate Norm Macdonald. That's what I'm really trying to do. Yeah, and I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but somebody needs to. I mean, um, I don't know. You'll you'll figure out like um, your voice. You know all that shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know the more the more, yeah. the more you'll do it. I, mean, I don't know. I think I think you, I think you got your own kind of thing going. Um, but uh, I was going to say, some, I'm not disappointed. No, sometimes your voice kind of reminds me of like a Neil Brennan's voice a little bit. I don't, I don't know if you've Ooh. ever heard that. Like what? Listen, I am straight. Stop complimenting me. Yeah, like well, that. yeah, but Neil Brennan. You know, so there you go. <laughs> gonna flip you. You're gonna you're gonna start sucking cock in a little bit. <laughs> Um, I don't know about that. I don't know if we can take it that far, but uh, just maybe just Metro. You maybe you can get me to be Metro. Um, <laughs> you know, if you close your eyes, it can be anyone down there. Um, it's uh, you're you're not as wrong. Eric, as you're not Eric wrong. Andre says, a hole's a hole. <laughs> um, and on yeah. that note, we're gonna go ahead and end. Thank you all for listening. Go on to bigelowsbungalow.com, Get you some merch. Um,